Previously on The Mortal Path. I mean, we already know that things heal themselves in here. I thought it'd be more interesting if we saw if they healed themselves of themselves or because they're in a place. That's why the mirrors are still intact. Because they keep healing. Oh! Yeah, but why was the manor collapsed? Oh, so the house had been ransacked before... Do you reckon? The city got thrown into a different... Look, that... Nah, you are so clever. That was more than the ransacking. It had fallen apart, right? It collapsed. Maybe it stuck in the state that it was in when it got transported here. Yes, that's why a lot of the stuff, like the blood and the things, is fresh. Tara has Tara has a well-formed backstory that nobody cares about. I care <laughs> about it, just he never brings it up. And all three of you see suddenly moving in the dust these kind of spectral visions of people in hooded cloaks, these fish-like people with these wide, round, pale yellow eyes. And they are walking around and they seem to be talking and some are praying and they are living this normal life and it's completely silent in this chamber as you see these images like dreams in the dust and then suddenly they shift and there are different people in different places and they suddenly look around in panic and terror and you can see parts of the building shaking in this dust-like vision. You can see huge bits of rubble collapsing inwards. And one thing you notice as you look around is that there is this huge statue in the middle where there isn't one now. It's just made of dust and light and then suddenly the vision of these people in panic rush towards you Taro you Natalia and they're barricading the door with bits of wood from the planks they are smashing up these pews to barricade the doors and then the dust settles and all of the visions fade uh, uh, hello 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 we don't quite meet 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 again again but almost 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 do, do you know me do I know you Yes, yes, yes. And no, no. Conscious, Findex looking a bit kind of shocked and battered at all this stone that has fallen around him from the statue that has crashed into a thousand pieces on the floor. What do you do? I run towards him. I'm going to continue being unconscious. Taro, Taro, are you there? Findex, uh, uh, put him down. Let him, let him breathe. I, I don't know what happened. He suddenly, the spider just, it just turned into no, all of this You did rock. good, Findex. You did good. Okay, right. And he, he kind of puts you down tarot um you you're starting to come to you're not like totally out so you you hear voices around you you can hear nat you can hear findex um and you slowly start to come back to consciousness so uh, uh what happens now uh, uh, sorry what oh oh hey uh you're alive yep definitely alive uh findex saved you for saved me oh oh yeah from that uh that big uh that spider thing. Oh, is that is that gone now? If we uh, uh well, Narium's candle 
Wait, Nerium. Yeah? I have questions for you. Nerium's... I lit Nerium's candle. Nerium's candle destroyed the spider. And Findex caught you falling from... From certain death? Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, I guess thanks for an order to uh, Findex and the candle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It, it's a pleasure. <laughs> I, I just... I was... I, I, I really don't think... This is very fun. Can we? Do you sure you don't want to go back to Tembran to the city? We could just go. We could just go now. Whilst all this is going on, uh, I would like. I, I think first of all, to her credit, she will probably take a couple of steps towards where Taro is being attended by his adoring fans, um, and then I would like to just turn around and see what the statues are doing now. The statues have all moved back onto their plinths and they are no longer crying. They look exactly as they did before? Yeah. Okay well, I will in that case head over to where Taro and Findex and the rest of them are and did I hear what Findex said just then? Yeah, he's definitely not got a good volume control. Yeah, I'm gonna say I I think Findex is absolutely right and we need to get topside as soon as we can. Look, there's, uh, there's something I did want to check out before we go. While I was... I mean, do you think that's a good idea in our current condition? I mean, I'm fine. Don't know about you. Well, I am I am somewhat injured, actually, now that you mention it, but uh, I'm also not sure you're fine, and I don't have any more of that magic tea left. Look, I'm just going to go check it out. Look, there was there was a door behind the uh, <sighs> that, that, that shed. I would like to walk over and, and, and lay a hand somewhere, a spread hand on Tarot in a in a halting gesture and say, I think it'll still be there tomorrow. But will we? <laughs> I think that's more likely if we get the fuck out of here and recover. Just just recuperate. I, what if I... I think everything's going to be alright. I get the feeling we're all going to be okay. Narian, what if I... See, I- I'm wreathed in these sh- shadows that seem to protect me. What if I gave that to you as well? Wait, what? Oh, can you do that? I-, I don't know. I've never tried. Yeah, go on. If he's going to work anywhere, it'll work here. I, I reach out and I, I touch Nerium. And Yubi, should I roll a d20? Yes, absolutely. It's almost like we leveled up or something. Right. <laughs> That's a 16. Yeah. So you see these shadows start to come across and they go around you and twirl around you and Nerium disappears. Ah! Did it work? Oh! What? Uh, What did you do? uh, Where did you go? What What did you do? Nerium? Are you still there? And you are. You are now invisible. I look down and I go, I don't know. Am I still? And I'm going to touch my face. I can still feel myself, can't I? You can feel yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. You're not incorporeal. Oh. You've turned into a ghost. I'm invisible. I'm just going to hold out a hand towards... I, let me see. Are you are you still there? I'm like, I guess I poke her. Uh, no, you don't, because I skip out of the way. Uh, oh, wait. Where's she gone? I will skip round to the back of Nat, and I will tap her... I can't reach your shoulder. I will <laughs> tap you in the middle of your back. Ah. And go, it's working. You're, you're safe. Just want to make sure. I mean, safe in the... They can't see me, but... Is that forever? It's not forever, is it? Um, um, well, I've never done that before. I was, 
Mm, I don't know. Great, good, <laughs> thank you, Nat. I really appreciate I, being your guinea pig. I'm sure it'll wear off at some point. No, I, that wasn't what I intended to do. I, uh, hmm, I'm, I, I'm not... I thought I was going to get the shadowy armor thing. I, so did I. Oh, okay. Well, do you know what? I still think we should go back upstairs to the to the ground level because, you know, I feel like I want to get used to this before I start going any further into anything else. Taro, Wait. your optimism is commendable. Who said that? I don't Who think said it's backed that? up by the evidence. I can't see you saying that, so I guess I'll just have to assume it's a figment of my imagination. Now, come on, Findex. I would like Let's, to uh... sneak over and punch Taro in the kidneys. Okay, make an attack roll. Taro dies. That's a nat 20. Taro <laughs> dies. <laughs> and let that be a lesson to you, Ed. <laughs> That is an unarmed strike. It so is. An unarmed strike, I believe, is just one plus your strength modifier. Um, so on a critical, that's going to be two plus your strength modifier. Okay, then I do one damage. Okay, <laughs> well, two damage. No, my strength modifier is a minus one. So okay. if I hadn't critted, you wouldn't even have felt that. <laughs> I've, I've... Next time I'm just going to fucking stab you. I've marked down the loss, the damage, the damage I've taken for your your crimes. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, invisibility is just normal invisibility, so it does end when you attack. Oh, brilliant. Oh, and with that, <laughs> brilliant. Nerium suddenly pop, pops back into view. Oh, I'm back. Oh, that's better. Oh, there you are. <laughs> ow. I guess. Sort of ow, maybe. Yeah, if I'm being generous, ow. <laughs> We're going back upstairs. Uh, we can continue now. I turn around and I start walking towards the door. Okay. All right, well, I'm just going to check this out. I'm not stealthing, I'm marching. I'm walking towards the big shed. Okay. I'm at a tennis match with my <laughs> head going. <laughs> Findex is opposite you doing the exact same thing. Make me a uh, strength check tarot to open the door. Here, here, Findex, could you give me a hand with this? Yeah, yes, but Nerium, just wait one minute, please. Don't go out alone. Findex, I'm going to be all by myself if you don't come with me. Uh, I'll be really quick. Just hold on. Just wait, 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 wait. Uh, and he kind of like runs over to the, the door and he's going to give it a good shove. Mm. Uh, he pushes against it and it moves like half an inch. And he goes, oh, that was much heavier than I thought it was going to be. Do I, should I try again? Do you want me to... Keep... Yeah, give, give it another go. Okay. Let's see if I can help. Please. Uh, so, in fact, you roll with advantage. Tara also helps. Helping. Okay, I can't give you triple advantage. Well, that's good because I think Tara actually has negative strength, so... Uh, 13. 13. Yeah, with that, you manage to push the door slowly open. There's this scraping sound, this... Of stone against stone. And it's this really huge, thick heavy door and as you look inside you can see uh you are you still holding a candle what's your light source at the minute uh, i don't think i have one at the moment no i think nerium's got the lit candle um so as you push the door open natalia you can't really see inside but taro you who can although in black and white you see this quite small 
room and at the back of it is another door and this one looks like another kind of very heavy stone and metal door that has this big latch across it this big bit of wood that's jammed in so you can open it from your end but it's clearly closed there doesn't seem to be any furniture in it but you do notice that there is this huge kind of carving on the ceiling with the light source it's really difficult to make out what exactly it is it looks like spirals and circles and dots it looks really intricate on the ceiling of this small uh very thick stone walled room as you look at it you can now see that these stone blocks are easily a foot foot and a half thick it looks like it's an incredibly difficult room to break into i think this is some kind of porch i'd like to relay what i just heard to nat oh and findex because findex also can't see in the dark this is it Wait, let me find a candle. Wait, what? This is this is it? This is interesting. This is oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Nerium, come look. It's really it. It's empty. It's just a room. Uh, on my way out, I will say that I was slowed down by the fact that I want to lay a hand on the feet of each of the statues and say thank you to them quietly. Okay. As you're looking at them, you do notice that their faces, which when you went in were completely blank, now have the very tiniest hints of a smile at the corners of their lips. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad they're pleased. That's nice. Can I clarify? Is this, this altar thing above ground? Yeah, it's 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 basically like a garden shed placed in the, in the towards the back of the room, just really ornate. Is it up against the wall or anything? No, there's space between it and the wall. Okay, interesting. The front is, is sloped downwards. Okay. So it's, it's kind of flat on the end that you've just gone into with the door, and then there's the big bit where you'd maybe stand and give the sermon, and then it's sort of like really ornately carved and, and cut and... What's it? It's on a diagonal on a slope downwards. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. Let me uh, go fetch Nerium before she goes too far. And I run over. Nerium, Nerium. Yes? What What do you know of this place? I've never been here before, Nat. You know something about it. I mean, I know that it has the second thing that we've had to kill, which looked like it was going to fucking eat us today alone. And we didn't even have lunch. I mean, I'm done. You can't just abandon now, and you're holding back. I'm not. I hit that thing with everything I had. No, you're not telling us things. I don't see what makes you say that. Because I've heard the way you talk about this place. <sighs> Something about it that's familiar to you. Well, I... bits of it are a little bit familiar to me. I don't really feel comfortable talking about that here and now. I tell you what... I will give you all the information I have about this place if we can go back upstairs and get away from where the spooky things that want to kill us are. We'll just be coming back here soon. We can come back down here another time. How about this? How about we, we found a, a, a secure room in the back? How about we camp there briefly, have a bit of lunch, then prepare ourselves? A secure room? Yeah. What kind of a secure room? It's got a a big bar um, across the door um, to the next area, and what? How? Yeah. Now, now, hello. That sounds like something that's been secured to keep something in it. Well, no one's going to come through here. We'll be able to see them anyway. No, but like the bar is on the outside. They've locked something in there. Well, in that case, the bar's kept for ages. Yeah, but what if the thing that's in there is still in there? Then we'll face it when we open the door. Oh. God, this is exactly what I'm on about. Oh, my God. Fine. Taro, have you gone into the room when this has been happening? 
Yeah, I think I'm trying to get a better look at the thing that we can't really see on the ceiling. Do you have a light source? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm just using my vision eyes. Okay, uh, it's 60 <laughs> feet, so I think I think you can probably see. It's a pretty tall room, although it's quite small. As you walk in, there's that kind of feeling of, you know when you go into somewhere made like of really thick stone and there's a couple of like degrees temperature difference? Yeah. This room is cooler than the temple, which is a real relief because everything at this point is still that really high heat. But this, this place seems a bit cooler. The air is that kind of dry, almost kind of cold feel to it. And as you look up, you see on the ceiling is this incredibly intricate carving off the sky, some sort of sky map almost. And as you look at it, you can see planets and you can see stars and you can see rings of orbits how good are you with your astronomy uh i know how good you ed are with the astronomy of this world which is none but how good is taro <laughs> oh that's a good question i think he's i think he's got some some astronomy experience you'd know you'd know the layout of the planets the same way that we can look at like our solar system be like that's earth mars yeah, I think so, yeah. I think he's probably read it somewhere. So as you look up, there's a minute of being incredibly disorientated because the, the heavenly bodies, they're not where they should be. You don't have the two suns on either end with our fallen in the middle. The two suns are actually to the side and one is much smaller than the other oh. one. And as you're looking at it, you realise that the planet that is central, the one that seems to be the focus, is actually Kion which is one of the very, very far reaches that orbits the sun Vilton that occasionally crosses the sky. And as you're looking up at this, Findex comes in and he starts looking around. He can't really see it very well. And he goes, I, what's that on the ceiling? I don't think Tara knows it as Keon. I don't, I don't know what he knows it as, but I think he knows it as something else. As another name for the planet? Yes, I think so, yeah. Cool, what, give me the name. God, you're putting me on the spot now. Oh. You said... <laughs> I think he knows it as uh, Dustfall. Nice emo, like it. Yeah, it's very edgy. Uh, it's the, uh, it's the star, it's the planets, Findex. Really? Where? Look up there, and then I'll point at whatever planet one, whatever like I'll point at the um, the suns and uh, the suns are on there, right? Yeah, they are. They're just like shunted to the left. I'll point at the suns and I'll point at. And there's Dustfall, and but it's yeah, it, it looks weird because uh, Alphalan isn't. It's not. That's not Alphalan in the middle. Normally, normally when I've seen these maps drawn, you put Alphalan in the centre, but it's it's not even on here. I don't know what Alphalan is, but this map is flipped. This one, and he points up to a much smaller planet that you recognise as what would be X10. Uh, in the general vocabulary, although you might have a, a word for it from where you're from. He points there and he goes, that's the one that's in the middle. That's that's us. Wait, what? That one? That one. Now I've got to think of a name for that one. Ooh, you really put me on the spot here. You put yourself on the spot. You were like, actually, I'm not going to use the names you've given me for all the planets you've written. Canonically, that seems to happen a lot. Like, we, I have different names for the stars. I'm going to have different names for the planets as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's uh, that's Mercurial. That that's not what that's not what we call it. Do you call it that? Yeah, but but wait, we're there. Yeah, this is that's us. This is where we are, but we should be in the middle. Wait, okay, okay. Is is Alphalan on this? Alphalan is on it. What do you what do you call the one over there? 
Oh shit, I didn't write this. <laughs> uh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Hoist by one's own. This is it. Dark. This is it. We're just going to be flipping back and forth and naming shit. It's Yubi's owned the Snake King. Yubi's owned the Snake King. I'm Ed, can I say I'm seriously impressed that you didn't say uh, balls come or dick. <laughs> oh, I did a good job. Um, yeah, I, I did well a good job. Let me find the place on my sheet where I've been writing shit. I'm going to have to go into my backstory sheet and like make a note about how I've come up with some bullshit names for planets on the spot. That's Iskra. You said it was Alphalan? Yeah, well that's what uh, well that's what most people call it, yeah. Wait, you're from another planet? Well, it does seem that we are. That's interesting. I didn't know there was any... I thought it was just us. Yeah, well, I guess uh, I guess I can't rule that one out, can I? Natalia and Nerium, what are you doing? Findex and Tara have gone into this this room. You can hear them talking, but you can't quite hear what they're saying from your distance. But you know they're still there and chatting. I'm going to blow out my candle, actually, and stomp back over towards the thing. Because I have 10 feet of dark vision, I can just about see. Yeah. I break out a match from somewhere and yeah. light a candle. Okay, so you now have your light source. You you come back over and you can see Tara and Findex both standing in the middle of the small room, just looking up and pointing at the ceiling. Right, what have we found? What's going to kill us in here? I don't think anything's going to kill us, but I think we're not in hell. Well, that's good. I mean, it's a matter of opinion. You're from another planet. Yeah, well, he, Findex sort of spoiled the punchline there, but if you if you sorry <laughs> if you look at this uh, <laughs> if you look at this map, right? Do you guys, yeah. you, you know, you know the planets, right? Yeah, that's uh... not very well, but yeah. Oh, it's a star map. Uh, Nerium is going to start looking for uh, the mouse because that's the one that she can see from her window. Natalia, you're good. You've studied enough. You've read enough books. You absolutely know what the, in fact, you probably know more than anyone here what everything looks like. But Nerium, huh. if, if you're not particularly familiar with this no. level of learning, then please make me an intelligent check to see what you uh, I rolled a 16 and I have no modifier. Okay, so you, you know where the planets are. It takes yeah. you a minute to kind of start to figure things out because they are like, you know, they're, they're carvings that don't, show the sizes that you're used to for one yeah. because everything's from a different perspective of course well this is another hang on are we on Keon? we're not on Alphalan are we? no we're we're not on on Keon that's Keon? Keon? Yeah, Keon we're not on Keon that's uh that's where this came from it's gotta be oh shit of course so this is from Keon wait where are we then? we're here and he points up at where Exton is. Fascinating. So we're on another planet, but people already live here? And fish people live on that one in the middle? Hmm. And... Oh. How did you get here? Oh, uh, dragon. No. What? I mean, you got here by dragon. <laughs> we never actually talked about that, did we? Well, I think it might have been a worm. Mine, mine was a terrifying dead person who turned into a bunch of rats. What? Ours was icy snake. My head hurts. So does mine. Hang on a minute. This is like... I mean, there's two halves of Alphalan and I thought that was a lot of people. Are there people on every star? Are there... How much is there out there? Um, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, really. I mean, have you ever had any reason to believe there wouldn't be? I don't suppose I thought about it much. Can't say I have either. This, wait, this is this is amazing. We're 
We're the first, or are we the first? We could be the first to go from Alfala to a different planet. How do we get back? Wh oh my god, this isn't just like a plane. This is a an actual physical place. This isn't like we step through a portal thing. This is like, I mean, how far away is Alfala from here? It depends on the time of year. If that's Alfala, look how small that is. True. But if we got here, we can get back. That must be... Oh my god, there's millions! It'd take a whole lifetime. I mean, even if you could get into some kind of skyship or something, it would... Uh, Nerium, Nerium, we just need to find one of these violet drops or something, or use some magic, or get back there fine. I mean, we're, we're not walking back. Just. Findex sits down on the ground and leans against the wall. I sit down next to him. I take out... Actually, do I have anything to write with? Yeah, I think you've picked up enough stuff in the house. That Didn't you, you steal like thirty some... books from our house? Yeah, you shovelled it all in your bag. Yeah, you've I... got loads. Of... Yeah, you in that bag. You've definitely got plain parchment paper and and at least pencils. Okay, I grab I grab a pencil and start sketching the ceiling. It takes about five minutes, but you managed to make a pretty accurate sketch of of the ceiling. I chew on a piece of beef jerky, uh, morosely. How many planets are there? Eight planets. Aliens. And what are the others? Where are they? Uh, the other ones are Zenith, Kaio, Dune, and Ligent, and Van. Dune? Dune. D-O-O-N-E. Dune. Okay. <laughs> Dune! <laughs> oh, the spice must flow. <laughs> <laughs> or Dune. Well, if we teleport to that one, we can say we're going Dune. <laughs> hey, you're going Dune. Oh, no. <laughs> it's populated entirely by Scottish people. We're here in in fantasy Scotland. <laughs> yes. Everyone's a dwarf from Fantasy old Scotland, drunk. where all your dreams come yes, true. Excellent. <laughs> Everyone sounds like Matt Mercer's dwarves. <laughs> it's great. Aye. Um, yeah. So basically, the the star map on the ceiling looks to be in the same layout as the ones you've seen. Just everything is a bit shunted all the orbits although they're from a slightly different angle natalia you having read enough and looking at this spending time studying it writing it down you can see that this is clearly the same galaxy the same system that you are used to it's just from a different angle it's from the perspective of a different planet i wonder if things from other planets have got to this world or maybe if things from all the worlds are going to all the other worlds well everything's going here so far you need a bigger sample size What's a sample size? Hey, you're not having anything off me. <laughs> uh oh, you need a sample. That was like that was, that was such a fools and horses line. I <laughs> oh goodness! I oh, know it's only fools and horses. It's not just fools and horses, isn't it? I think just fools and horses was the spin-off. <laughs> just, just, just for simply just fools and horses. Yeah, I can't believe fools. it's not uh, fools and horses. A mere fool and his horse. <laughs> That's a podcast name. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think we should travel around a bit. Well, no, we should explore this city first, and then maybe travel around this planet and see if other things have dropped from the sky or been plopped here magically. Libby, sorry, out of game, can I just check something? Yep. I was under the impression when we moved, when the stone door got moved out of the way, it mm -hmm. revealed a chamber yeah. that had a door in it with a bar across. Yep. Nobody's gone through that door yet. Nope, it is. That that bar is very firmly in place. That door look like looks like it's really... So we're in a sort of antechamber yeah. at this point. Exactly. Looking at the ceiling. Exactly. 
can't, can I, I can't hear anything coming from behind that door, can I? Make me a perception check. Yeah, I'd like to do. Hang on. I've got a, I've got a modifier. I've got a modifier. to seven. Okay. As you're talking and discussing all of this, you don't hear anything and you take a second to, to have another listen and you can't, you really can't hear anything from behind that door. Actually, what does that mean if my if I roll lower than my passive perception? So you didn't notice anything that would have alerted your senses, but you just took a check and you can't hear anything. That makes sense. Thank you for explaining D&D to Grandma. That's just how I'm reading it. I don't know if it's if it's <laughs> true. Otherwise, perception checks are just like not usable unless they're over 15 yeah. for you. So, <laughs> which I guess is true, but you don't hear anything. Yeah. Wait, uh, hang on though. Why is this in here? This, this isn't... I wouldn't have thought you'd show anything off in this room. And someone's worked hard on this carving. But why is it in this... In this chamber? Narian? I can say with absolute confidence, I have no idea. And I hold up my hands and I look Nat straight in the eye. Because hmm. I, I genuinely... I have no idea why there's a star map in here. Let's um, break out some food and think about this. I, through a mouthful of jerky, say, I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> do we do we want to rest here? There are rebels up up above here. Well, I think those statues have got our backs, actually. So long as that door stays shut for now, I think we're all right. Also, if anyone knew about the spider thing, then they probably wouldn't want to come in here. And so in a way, this is the safest place. I mean, it looks like the rebels sort of got dealt with they don't come down here well that wasn't the rebels that was that was the soldiers oh yeah they're different what soldiers <laughs> findex is gonna take huge offense at that oh yeah don't worry about it don't worry about it did you see them <laughs> let's say <laughs> in a manner of speaking <laughs> i might have seen some of them <laughs> in did they already get... Were they in inside the... Where you were? Let's say they're gone. Let's let's go with that. Right. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's let's eat. Why not? <laughs> Still, on the other hand, if you've ever wanted that armor, I suppose you can nick it now. I've got this one. I've got the new one. I think it suits you better. your dm here to say hello and as always thank you thank you for listening thank you for being here thank you for listening to this little bit in the middle i really appreciate it and i'm glad you're with me first and foremost again thank you so much for listening we have been doing absolutely amazingly we are just so overwhelmed by all of your support and love we feel it every single day it's just incredible thank you so so much If you have a couple of minutes to spare and you are on your iProduct of whatever or you have access to an iTunes account, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. iTunes does all these funny things with algorithms and depending on like how many ratings we get depends on how many people will get shown our podcast when they're kind of looking for D&D actual play podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you take a couple of seconds to leave us a five star review, maybe a little comment really makes our day and really, really helps us out so, so much. 
on happy news, we have our Tumblr giveaway going on at the minute. So all you need to do is go to our Tumblr, which is themortalpath.tumblr, and you'll find our giveaway post. All you need to do to enter is to reblog it and to make sure you're following us. Very simple, and you can fetch yourself a really beautiful set of dice from our amazing and Dice UK. Their dice are absolutely incredible. We've already given away a set. We've got another set for the fan art competition, which we're going to talk about in a minute. We're giving away a third set for our Tumblr competition. And I have a sneaky little fourth set that I'm trying to work out what I should do with to give away. I've got several sets myself. Kitty Dorkling also has them. I'm working on getting both Gary and Ed sets as well. They are incredible and beautiful. And if you go to dandice.co.uk, and you enter into the coupon code Mortal Dice, all capitals, all one word, you can get 5% off on your dice. And every time that you use a coupon there, we get a little percentage of the sale, which means that we can put it towards getting more free dice to give away from different things. So by buying more dice, we get to give away more dice, which is super fun. And also in all honesty, it makes us look good. So if you're considering buying new dice, please go to dndice.co.uk, check out that awesome dice including their rainbow dice their amethyst dice they've got amazing nebula dice they're just so pretty they've got plastics and metals they're just so great enter mortal dice all one word all capitals and you'll get five percent off totally totally worth it we also have our fan art competition going at the minute the deadline is july the first all you need to do to enter is to create a piece of media it can be anything interpretive dance a video a gif a drawing a crochet doll anything at all make sure you post it to some sort of social media like uh tumblr twitter and make sure that you tag us so we see it please make sure an official account sees it if you think maybe that we didn't see it email us a link at themortalpath at gmail.com and we will get right back to you we really want to see it we can't enter you into the competition if we don't see your entry so make sure that you let us know that you have done something for it again the deadline is july the first we've had some absolutely incredible entries and i'm so excited to see what more we have to come i want to say a couple of thank yous to people who've been supporting us of course we have science of deduction we've got princess tokyo moon lesbiana do fred eye the hovering brain fenrat the thief mistborn lord littlest legacy said it right this time yes sapphic lich purple dragon 18 isolated phenomenon cron darling plus one pen of smiting who've been drawing amazing comics of the mortal path over on twitter go and check them out claire bleho Splinters of a Broken Sun, our dear friends, Colin, Emma City, Scully, Hoo-Hum, Geometry Failure, and just so many more. Thank you all for your awesome support. We love you. We are so grateful. Now, you may have noticed that this episode is a little bit shorter. That's because between now and the next episode, we're going to have three more short uploads, which are going to be like episode 15.1 type things. They're going to be really fun. They're really so amazing to record and to play through. I think you guys are going to love them. And all of them have got brand new bits of amazing music composed by our wonderful friend, Rachel Graff. It's going to, it's going to just, it's just amazing. You're not going to believe it. It is so good. These are bespoke tracks for the characters. It's, oh, it's just so good. I was so overwhelmed when we got them. Thank you so much, Rachel. You can check out Rachel's stuff at rachelgraff.com. She has absolutely awesome things. She's always doing new projects. She is just incredible. She's got a band camp. You can check out all of her stuff there. If you go to her site, you can get to her band camp really easily. It's just fantastic. Please check her out. I'd also like to say another huge thank you to Orion, of course, who's been transcribing all of our episodes. You can find the first two on themortalpath.com, which is our website. It's a really awesome resource, and we are just so grateful, Orion, for you putting in the time to do that. Thank you so much, my man. Thank you. 
So I think I'll leave it at that. Until next time, bye-bye and enjoy these weird little episodes coming up. Of, if we're sitting down for a rest, um, can I get out some of my sewing? Because it would really soothe my nerves right now. Yes. Are you taking a long rest or a short rest? Uh, just a short, I think. Short rest is just an hour, isn't it? I think I've got something. I've got song of rest. Go on, Tara. Give us a tune. Oh, man. I think I think Tara sits down to just kind of relax and he pulls out the 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 toot toot pipe, whatever it's <laughs> okay. f- actual name harmonica the harmonica aka the toot toot pipe and i think okay. he's just toot toot pipe is a much kind of idly giving it a little bit of a toot toot but i think mm-hmm. it sounds okay i think it sounds all right yeah you're you're good at it it's, it's instruments you have played before it sounds really really nice um and as you guys listen it it is really soothing it is really nice roll your d6 for your tarot masterful tutor tootster toot toot king so yeah, everyone roll a d6 to get some heals. No, no, you roll a d6, and however much you roll, everyone gets. Okay, is that how we're doing this? Yeah. Roll high, motherfucker. I rolled a five, everyone. Hey! Way. Not bad. I actually get Thank some health you. back. As you play this music, all of you magic users, both of you, you feel this little, this tingle kind of settle over you. And, and Tara, you felt this before because you, you did this before with Findex way back when, um, when he was showing you up the fourth gate. And you feel again the settle round on everyone and you all kind of just feel better and kind of stronger and like you're ready to kind of go again after a while. Wasn't that like a day ago? Yeah, it was literally a day ago, but <laughs> it was like months ago for us. Way back yesterday. I'm sorry, but Findex showing Tarot at the fourth gate. Okay, like all right. Okay. Oh, Jesus, Gary. <laughs> I'm putting you in the oh. prison. <laughs> for crimes against covered under the stairs I'm gonna go turn the light on in my room because I am in the dark it, it is getting darker Um, can we say that I was able to put sufficient pockets in the pinafore that I found in the kids room to change into it yes oh, in the course of an hour yeah. do I have time to sew something else yeah absolutely I think that would probably take you about half an hour yeah. Can I lean over to Nat and say, Nat, you remember when you pulled that bit off your frock um, to bandage tarot? Um, I picked up a couple of other bits that have got some trim on them, and I can I can fix that for you if you like. So how long into the hour is this? This is about half an hour into the hour. Nat's eyes are just glazed over because she's deeply like in a trance. I think Tara's sitting there and thinking and playing a bit, and then... What was the name of the thing that the man who wasn't really a man in the, the in the house said? The name of Nat's Gertrude. Gertrude. Here, here, Nat. I've been I've been wondering, who's Gertrude? Yeah, I'm wondering that. Is that your mum? Do I like shake free of this meditation or? Yeah, I think I think you've not like gone in deep enough. I think at this point okay. you're. <laughs> God damn it. I think at this point you're... <laughs> uh, uh, I think at, at this point you're still on like surface level. You're still actively... You're not very used to meditating yet. And everyone... Taro's playing a pan moniker. Like 
Findex and is definitely making some sort of vague noise and Nerium's kind of <laughs> chattering and Findex so. is rocking and crying in a corner, let Practically, Findex is definitely not being a quiet boy. Uh, what, what, what? What's Harrow? What Nerium? What? Who's Gertrude? Oh! Is it your mum? Uh, no, Gertrude is my sister. Um, we were often mistaken for each other. Was? You be that's a 14? Okay, both of you roll insight checks against that. Uh, Findex will as well, actually. Uh, that's a nine from me. That's an 11 from me. Oh. Never forget. Okay, uh, what was that, a 14? Yep. Findex kind of gives you a little side eye, but he he's, he doesn't really say anything. Yeah, she was she was my twin sister. She, she died a few years back. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. It's okay, really. And you're... That was your dad that we saw. Yes, he, he, he always confused us. It must be very hard to be away from him. I'd rather not talk about this anymore. Um, sorry, you were you were saying something about my my dress. Oh yeah, I was going to say. Um, I can I can fix up the uh, tear at the bottom where you where you made the bandage. Oh yes, please. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, Taro, why don't you tell us who Shalzik is while we're while I'm sewing? Oh, he's just just some guy, really. He your family? He didn't look very much like you, but... <laughs> well, I don't think he was my family. What do you mean you don't think? You don't know? Well, you know, extended families can get pretty large. Yeah, apparently. He said he helped you. I mean, lots of people have helped me, Findex. <laughs> You've helped me. I have a question, I think, actually. Shoot. When we first met, you said your name was Mary and Meredith, and now it's Nerium, and when you talked to the commander, you changed your voice, and, and you said your name was Taro, Taro Hasi, and why? Why did you all change them? Well, Findex, you've been pretty forthcoming and straightforward with us, so I think that's fair. Um, Meredith Burrows is a name that I have used um, when I wanted to do things that I didn't want connected to uh, Nerium Oleander, which is which is my name, really. And, you know, when I go to work of a morning, that's who I am. <clears throat> and sometimes um, I've done things or been involved with things which I didn't necessarily want connected to my day job. Like, and that's when I use that name. Like what? Well, different sources of income. <laughs> that's in character. Did you sell things on the black market? No, I never did. I had a cousin who did that and he was executed for it. Blimey, that's a bit severe. Well, you can imagine why somebody might use a different name then. He turns to fin- uh, to Taro and goes, what about... <laughs> <laughs> he turns to Findex and says, wait, you're me. Bafu Findai Yes. That plays in my head constantly. It plays in my head constantly. Every time I make a, every time I make a verbal fuck up, my great my brain goes bad. Foo fighting, I phone. Yes, like that. It's like a loop. You can't very... quote that. I can. Every time you do a foxy whipsy. Yeah. yeah well, very... well, I was going to say it. Whereas in my head, because I listened to the whole of the April Fools episode, something goes wah 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 wah. Every five seconds. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, so, Findex turns to to you, Tara, and goes, "What about you? Is it the same thing?" Well, at this point, it's more of a force of habit as anything. You just use Tarohasi a lot. Is that your real name, or is? 
You've done a couple of different ones, actually. Where's, where'd you pick up a habit like that? You know, here and there. See, now, me and Findex here are actually sharing useful and relevant information with one another. And I've got to say, uh, for example, Nat, you were asking me questions earlier that I'm perfectly happy to answer. But I really feel like, you know, it might be a productive trust exercise for us to actually, you know, fucking talk to each other. Well, what do you want to know? I don't know. Where'd you come from? What's your mum's name? What do you do for a living? <laughs> for a living? Well, I, uh, I travel about, you know, various things here and there. This is exactly what I'm fucking talking about, Taro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got a lot going on. This and that, little bit woo, little bit wah. <laughs> I don't know what those things are. It's pretty simple, you know, I show up somewhere. I start talking to people, and people uh, pay you to leave. And then I find a way to make some money. It's pretty, well, it's happened a few times. That's fair enough. It's plausible, I suppose. What did you do All to right, make... so where are you from? Have you noticed that from time to time I might use slightly different words to the rest of you? I mean, you use a lot of them. Yes. Yeah, um, have you picked up on this, Nat? You know, you might I, have... I have, yeah. Are you, are you aware of the tongues of the world? I don't know. Let me see. No. I, I, I'm definitely not one. Oh, no. Not aware of the tongues no, of the that sounds, So that sounds like you, you're dead sure you're aware, but you... That, no, no, because it fits, because Nat doesn't have any languages. Like, I specifically threw away a language proficiency. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, not a clue. I literally, this isn't something I've, like, I don't think this is a language, but less, less a language and more dialect. Nat still has no idea. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say when uh, Taro said "tongues of the world," Nerium giggled. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus. There's a spell at level two I could have got called Magic Mouth, and I decided I did not want to get that spell. <laughs> Magic Mouth Cave. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so uh, Natalia, you no, you haven't heard. Nerium, make me an intelligence check if you wouldn't mind as well. Um, well, I am going to say as well that I am aware that um, Taro calls the soup bowl the cradle or something weird. The cradle. Natural 20. Natural 20. Okay, <laughs> you've been slowly putting the pieces together and, and as Taro starts to speak and you listen, although his accent is incredibly similar to yours, you do remember mm. this one time that a... Um, a big kind of procession that was very Ame Jural, that was very Jural based, had come through town and there had been people from this huge desert on the other side of the world. But what had struck you about that with a Nat 20 was that all of the people there in all of the depictions were mainly human with tanned brown skin and golden hair, very much like Shalzik, the, the person who had appeared with, with the... Uh, in the, in the curtain room um, and while there had been people here and there who who were part of Jural but and, and didn't look you know weren't human they were very very few and far between and all of them pretty much had married into various clans in Jural oh okay yeah yeah you carry on Taro I, I'm, I know that there are different places uh, so I think I remember a long time ago uh, there was a there was um, a deputation from Jural. 
You're not Drow? quite Cheerio? as stupid as you try and make yourself look. I really don't know how to respond to that. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but yep. I tell you what, Tarot, neither are you. Ah, good to know. But yeah, that's uh, that's me from uh, Gerald Brawn and Bread. Forgive me, you don't. I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that straight off because you don't kind of. Because shells it looked more like I would have expected than. More like he uh, spends a lot of time out in the sun. Well, yeah, no, he's got that sort of Palomino pony thing going on with the blonde and the and the tan skin. Because I mean, he's about the same colour as me, but he's blonde. Yeah, uh, he does look like that, doesn't he? You very much don't look like that. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, probably a story for another day. Are they? I don't know much about Jural. Are they mean to tieflings there? Well, uh, I'm not hugely sure about that. You're not usually sure about that. If you were born and bred there... Hugely. I said hugely in English. Oh, you're not hugely oh, sure about yeah, that. That's fair, because the accent is, is very yeah. stupid. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, right. Well, how would you not be sure if you were born and bred there? Well, you know, don't see a lot of other tieflings around. So they might have just not liked you because you're you. Yeah, I, I sort of... I think I have that effect on people. I've pissed a few people off. Well, I suppose that's plausible. Is that why you left then? Because what about your family? Did you leave any family behind? Yeah. Do you miss them? Yeah, I, I, I'd uh, probably do sometimes, but generally, that's uh, I'm done with that now, I think. You must be a fantastic wrestler, Taro. Have you got a pun? Are you going to deploy a pun now? It's just, you're impossible to pin down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's that, Nat. I think it just... He doesn't sound like he's very sure himself. How good is your memory, Taro? My memory? Uh, it's pretty good, I have to say. It's, uh... What's the first thing you remember from your childhood, then? <laughs> oh, interesting. That's, uh... It's not the simplest question. Yeah, it is. I remember, um... My mum had a blue blouse that she wore, and it had, um... A little bit of silver thread in the, in the edge of the collar, and it used to sparkle. Your turn. I guess I remember thinking what the first is. I think I remember playing in the in the uh, in the long grass on the plains. The feeling of the long grass around my around my hands. That sounds like a nice memory, actually. But you, Nat. I remember a, a family dinner at my house. All the all my siblings and my, my parents all around. And I must have been very young. Maybe it was a birthday party. You got a lot of siblings then, as well as Gertrude. Oh, yes, several. Big family. Really? Is that nice? Um, I'm not sure. It has its ups and downs, I suppose. But you've always got someone around who, who knows you, who loves you. I, I did. Why did you leave? I had to. It was it was just something I had to do. It, in order for me to to be me. Was it after your sister died? It was. It was that time. Yeah. Sometimes... There's a lot of change after something big like that happens, isn't there? Yeah, Nerim. I think it's probably time to stop. Yeah, that's fair enough. Thank you. I feel like I've got to know you both a bit better now. I'm so sorry about your sister, Nat. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Findex, what was your first memory? We all have to go and, and be, um... When we're very young, we get told where we're going to... What we're going to do in... in life and I he he looks like genuinely embarrassed he goes I 
I wanted to, I wanted to be one of the cooks in the in the mess halls, and and so I that's what I want. And when I when I got there, I was told that I was too, I wasn't smart enough or agile enough to work in the kitchens, and that I I would be a a frontline soldier. And then I got, you know, the barracks, and that was that was that. Finnets, that's awful. I mean, a soldier is a very good job. A soldier is the best job you can you can be because then you work for the queen and you do your duty. And and if you're very good, then maybe you will you will rise the ranks a little bit. And maybe you could if you're good at deck. If I, I can't do the bows or the any, I'm probably just gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna be anything now apart from a rebel, I guess. You, but do you know what, Findex? Um. <clears throat> I make an extremely good apricot jam, and I'll tell you my recipe. I don't know what an apricot is. It's a kind of fruit, and I will tell you my recipe, and I've got to tell you, you don't have to be clever, because I'm not, and you don't have to be particularly dexterous. In fact, it would really help if you were strong, because then you can, like, lift the pan, because it gets dead heavy, and I think you'd be really good at that. Maybe. But I'm, I'm, I'm just a. I can just, you know, guard things and and follow orders. That's. I'm really good at that. You are. You're very good at it. Yeah. Tinder. Yep. If we find a way home, as in to Alfalan, to what was it you called our world? Iskra. Iskra. Would you, would you like to come with us? Can we keep him? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Is I. You could be a cook there. You wouldn't be a rebel. I tell you what, Melvin's always looking for um, staff at the Laughing Cat. We could do with a, somebody, you know, somebody who can roll barrels and stuff. You can live a life you've chosen for yourself. I can roll barrels. I can do that. And I, I, I guard the follow orders. I can do. Maybe. I'll I'll think about it. I, I'll be a, a lot. I think it might be your calling. I mean, you'd make a fantastic bouncer. You'd be really good behind the bar with barrels, and you can help in the kitchen. I'll think about it. I, I need to think about it a lot. Yeah. All right. Not too hard. I think no. we've we've rested enough. I think it's time to to get a move on. Yeah, back upstairs, isn't it? I think you. Pro- yeah, I think at this point you've you've probably got about another half hour or so before you because your short rest is, is is about an hour at this point you've mm. probably done 30 40 minutes you're still sewing you're still mid sewing oh yeah well i think if nat's gonna meditate <laughs> uh, uh i'm gonna finish up my sewing <laughs> <I don't... laughs> <laughs> meditate sorry <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just gonna rest a bit and Trying to center myself, okay? Oh yeah, sorry. I'm going to as well. Yeah, I also got to do that thing, I guess. You close your eyes and you start to concentrate. And now that everyone else has has kind of grown quiet, the rhythmic sounds of Nerium sewing actually become something that you can focus on, that draws you deeper and deeper down. And there's the second where you feel like you are falling and you your vision turns to absolute black and you are floating in this void the same space you were before 